Good morning, mga patid, and welcome to Feast at Home. Mga taga-feast binamanan, I miss you Welcome sa ating, uh, well, same series, side A and B, and we are now in talk 9, uh, which is titled, Death and Life. And we are still running through the book of Matthew, and we are time treasure hunt today. And I want to preach the simple message, Jesus is your brother. I know what you're thinking, but, but you can I know you do, but you have to stick with me today, because God will reveal something very powerful to you today. Let's all remember that we are in God's holy presence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's universe so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved, I am God's servant, I am God's powerful champion, and because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Mapadida. <laughs> Do you love Marvel movies? Do you love Marvel movies? Because you Thor and his mighty hammer. And you, mga, you know, my female friends, hindi masyado nila naalala yung mga action scenes mo, yung mga CGI. Ang nare-recall lang nila is yung malupit na abs ni Chris Hemsworth. Buti na lang ako may abang. Now, Thor is the son of Odin, the king of Asgard. And Loki, Distortion of the brother. Uh, let me share with you Loki's wild backstory. Uh, Odin, uh, daddy ni Thor, dung isang sagupan nila. He found an abandoned baby. And that baby, that infant, happened to be the son of the ruler of Asgard's arch enemy. The frost giants. Hmm. You know, Odin does the unthinkable. He takes the baby home, adopts him, uses magic to make him look as guardian, named him Loki, and raised him with his son Thor. So Thor and Loki grew up as brothers in one family. Well, this is all fiction, Napoli. This is all fiction. And rightly so, because the plot is absurd who in his right mind would adopt their enemy to be their own son. But, truth is stranger than fiction. Because, isn't this our story? St. Paul says, while we were God's enemies, he reconciles us, reconciled us through Jesus. It's Romans chapter 5 verse 10. Now later, Paul says, Instead, instead, you receive God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. 
Now we call him Abba. Father. Because you're part of God's family. And Jesus is your brother. Um, they say there are only two things that you cannot avoid in life. Death and taxes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. As both are found in our Bible passage. Now we're about to read Jesus for the second time predicting his crucifixion. Four chapters later, he'll do it for a third time. Now, why is Jesus like you know, a broken record? Bakit This is my guess. Now, it's very difficult to dislodge the current picture of the Messiah from their brains. During the... You no. Know, last week, we shared that you know, the past Jewish Messiahs were violent. They led armies and slaughtered their enemies in a pool of blood. Jesus, the Messiah, would not kill anyone. Instead, he would be killed by his enemies. And that is how he wins the victory. May I take a detour and give you a tiny pastoral lesson? Uh, but it never shun repetition. Again, never shun repetition. When someone you know, tells me now, like, now, after the feast or a talk or a seminar or if, you know, if I'm teaching someone, I didn't gain much because you know, people would say like stuff like this. You know, I didn't, you know, because I didn't before. But that person didn't get it. He doesn't get how growth works. Some people think that growth is about Bagong information, but it's not. The key to growth is not information, but repetition and action. Have you noticed? The Bible repeats itself a lot. So, and Jesus does that too. Because God knows, <laughs> our Father knows, we're stubborn. Yeah, I pray. That today we receive God's repeated word again and again and again. Let's dive into the reading. The question Is Jesus pro or anti temple? Matthew chapter 16, verses 22 to 23. Let's read this. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day, he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. We're at this point in the story where Jesus is Jerusalem, which literally he was walking to his death. chief priests and elders in temple. Now about the temple, Jesus said about the temple. I tell you, there, there is one here who is even greater than the temple. This is where we find the interesting story of the temple taxes. Verse 24 to 25. Let's read. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, 
the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. No, uh, counting background. No. The temple was not, hindi lang to isang parang building. No. Pero sobrang laki ito, parang complex. Isipin nyo, 15 hectares ng lupa yun. Sobrang laki. And it can house 20,000 people in a gallery. Now, you can imagine. Kung ganong, tumaga, how expensive yung maintenance nito. Now, so, you know, the religious leaders collected a temple tax once a year from every adult male Jew. Now, magkano yung tax? Two drachma. Anong equivalent nun? Two days wage. Well, that, that wasn't cheap. Now, in this story, the temple tax collectors wanted to put Jesus in hot water. Based on the rumors, he seemed to be anti-temple. So they wondered if he was a tax evader, but they were in for a surprise. Now Matthew says, in verse 25-26, When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? He asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? Yung makabago, yung modern sa, hindi magiget na, hindi magiget sa, because in a democracy, you know, it's a scandal if the children of the president won't pay taxes. But they should. But in ancient times, yung mga royal family, yung mga prinsipe, yung mga prinsesa, may exemption sa tax yan for life. <laughs> yung para, yung, to grasp it better, allow me to translate this in our terms today. Imagine my son being there. Let's turn in And imagine this being so there when he turns nine. Anak, starting today, magbabayad ka na ng bed space sa akin. At least na 200 a day. That's how much pay seven thousand. Let's Tapos sasalubungin siya ng guardia, tapos sasabihin sa kanya ng guardia ito, uh, ate, yung ticket mo. In the same way, in the same way, Jesus was saying, I don't need to pay the temple tax because I am the son of the owner. In fact, I'm the one being worshipped in the temple. Sabihin this question. In another ridiculous situation, uh, you may think of this, ikaw yung may-ari, pero hindi makapasok. <laughs> para kung bago yung guard, di ko makasok. You know? Now, uh, note that when Jesus was 12 years old, when he was 12 years old, he already knew this. When Mary and Joseph were looking for him in the temple, di ba? Akala nila nawawala sa Jesus, di ba? And doon nakita siya, he told 
Joseph and Mary, didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? Jesus knew the temple was his home. He knew God was his father. And he knew he was the son. By the way, there were other Jewish rabbis who also talked to God as father. But what was radical about Jesus was he not only called God Abba, he asked his disciples to do the same. When he taught them to pray, he said, Our Abba who are in heaven, holy be your name. He basically said, Call God Abba. In fact, later in the story when Jesus gives instruction to Peter, where to get money for the payment, he tells Peter to include himself in the payment because Jesus saw Peter as a brother and what Jesus enjoyed as a son, Peter enjoyed too. Well, I know you know this. When, dark, when darkness <laughs> or a dark cloud it, it clouds your day, you'll be tempted to forget who you are. When you fail again and again, or or when people start betraying you, or people you trust betray you, all of a sudden, your heart is filled with self-doubt. And you think you're worthless. But you know that God is your father. And Jesus is your brother. Know your place. Know your identity. Know who you are. Now, it's I have so many fallouts in life. I have friends that I love. I have I will lose clients. Something that I learned in these trials, sometimes you have to choose your battles. Now, it's like uh, Jesus gives instruction to Peter to pay for tax for two of them. Let's read this. Get back to it. Verse 27. But so that we may not cause offense, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch. Open its mouth and you will find a four drop of line. Take it and give it to them for my before I flesh out the message of this verse, let me give you a little Bible trivia. Bible trivia. Many Bible scholars believe that this coin inside the fish, even that it didn't happen because if you notice, Matthew didn't say that it happened. He stopped at Jesus' instruction. Matthew didn't say and. No, like this now. And Peter went to the lake, you know, wore his fishing jacket, donned his boots, mirrors, you know, and fished. And didn't see that. Now, minakita ko yung oh, it didn't happen. It wasn't there. But the second reason that they believe it didn't happen was, you no, know, was you the time of Jesus. This you know, you this coin inside the fish was you know, a popular folk tale. So most likely, you know, it was like, you know, you know, it was like said in a jest, That Jesus didn't have enough money to pay the temple tax, but 
he believed that God will provide. But whether, but whether or not na nangyari ito, the story contains a penetrating message. Jesus said, But so that we may not cause offense. Yes, this is puzzling. Because just a few verses ago, Jesus was offending the Pharisees and the Sadducees, calling them hypocrites. And all of a sudden, he didn't want to offend. Now, here's how to solve this problem. Because Jesus chose his battles. And we should too. Now, here's what I noticed. Jesus fights and gives his life when evil steps over the powerless. Not when someone is stepping on his privileges. I repeat, Jesus didn't have to pay the temple tax. It was his right and privilege. But he said, so as not to offend, he will pay like everyone else. Contrast, this is our battles. And most are petty. Diba misa na kikipag-awit tayo sa waiter kapag hindi natin nare-receive the same treatment na nare-receive na sa kabilang mesa. Or sometimes nagagalit tayo sa teller na nalambaga ng processing pagka sa pato tayo. And misa nagagalit tayo kapag nasa aeroplano tayo and the delay of flight dahil at asang pinagbubungkaw na natin is yung check-in counter. Parang, wala naman. You know, check-in counters, they don't cost anything. Now, minsan, nangyayos tayo, you know, or if we don't get the respect that we deserve. Bakit? Because, nagkaganan tayo, because we have this, we have this, it's all about me, my time, my space, my dignity, you know, ganun tayo. Such. Here's the question. How many times have we lost close friends, family members, even children, because our pride got hurt? Because we lost our little privileges. Because we didn't get what we deserved. So we withdrew or said something in anger and offended others. Learn from Jesus. Choose your battles. The antidote to your insecurity. Listen, why can why can Jesus give up his personal grace? Listen to this. Process this question. Why can Jesus give up his personal grace? Why can Jesus give away his privileges? Jesus is very secure with his identity. He knows whatever is taken from him, God will fully repay. Now, but did I urge you, be secure in your identity. Be secure in your place in God's heart. Know that whatever, know whatever it is taken away from you, God will fully repay. Trust God. Jesus is your brother. He gave his life on the cross so that you can be in equal footing with him. Jesus is your brother. 
And may our prayers and dreams come true. Let's pray. God, our Father, thank you Lord for reminding us, reminding us that Jesus is our Lord. Thank you Lord for reminding us that you are our Father, greatest, almighty. And in, in places in our hearts and doubts, Lord, we ask forgiveness for being weak. Lord, thank you for this message for us. Thank you, Lord, it's a provision, it's most of blessing, it's the graces that we need to give you especially in this case. Okay, Lord, we ask you to pray that you keep us safe and healthy. Lord, send you easy to push your love in a totally done. He grasped that Jesus will save us, that He is always there for us, and you are always guiding us, overseeing us. Lord, bless us, O Lord. Bless us. Empower us, strengthen us, give us wisdom. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Abadid. I miss you all. Hope to see you soon. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wear that mask, guys. God bless you.